Hey everyone, my name is Isabella Ortiz and this is Green Earth Talks About Sustainability in Civil Engineering Podcasts. Before I delve into episode one, I kind of want to talk about what exactly this podcast will be. It will delve into topics of sustainability in civil engineering as how to integrate it and, you know, different sorts of things like how plastic can be used in construction materials. For this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about green building, also known as green construction. Now, green building is a method that uses several different sustainable aspects such as renewable energy that can include solar energy, hydroelectric energy, and even wind energy. It would also include water usage as you can be able to use rainwater through sourcing. It would also improve the indoor environmental quality and material selection would include using recyclable materials such as polyamides which can be recycled and placed into different sorts of construction materials such as insulation. According to LEAD, also known as Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, green building is a holistic concept that starts with understanding that the built environment can have profound effects, both positive and negative, as the construction industry produces lots of waste due to, let's say, steel being built, emissions from transportation, and overall just a lot of pollution onto the natural environment and also as well it can affect the people who live here every single day as there is toxins that are being produced from the construction industry uh, emissions itself is causing global warming which is a issue that the world can no longer ignore and global warming is caused by gases such as carbon dioxide, nitrous oxide, methane, HFC, PFC, and SF6. As too much is being produced, this causes a increase in overall global warmth. So far, the world has come to be about 34.7 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than the pre-industrial age. Now, this is very alarming as the construction industry itself accounts for about 40% of all emissions. And before I delve into more of what green building is, I wanna talk about the pollution that is being caused from the construction industry. In an article written by Hossein and Poon, Global Warming, Potential, and Energy Consumption of Temporary Works in Building Construction, a case study in Hong Kong, they delve into the issues of of the hoarding systems in Hong Kong. Examples of a hoarding system is horizontal counterweights, hoarding construction, deconstruction, and steelwork recycling after deconstruction. It can be shown like through pictures 
though this is a podcast and I wish I could show you, a mass amounts of steel is being produced. And with these steel production plants comes in turn the use of non-renewable energy. Now, in Hong Kong, for example, the carbon emissions of public housing, also known as residential project amounts, amount to 637 to 669 kg of CO2, also known as carbon dioxide, per square meter of the gross floor area, which is much higher than that of the apartment buildings in South Korea, which are 488 to 498 kg of CO2 per per square meter. Now, this is still a lot with high environmental impacts that are associated with these sorts of buildings. Now, with the idea of hoarding construction, it can be seen that there is a very high GWP, also known as global warming potential, which means how much hotter the core temperature of the earth can get. Now, with the consumption of the consumption of hoarding construction, about one millimeter bars of steel panels and products, about 39 gigajoules of non-renewable energy are, are used. Now, non-renewable energy can be associated with the oil and coal industries and natural gases. And according to the article written by Poon and Hussein, there was actually a chart indicating exactly how much of the processes in the construction industry is being used, impacting global warming. So about 90% of all of the construction industry, steel products production and transport is what causes emissions. About 6% comes from concrete production and transportation. 3% of corrugated sheet production and transport. And less than 1% of construction, waste, transport, and public filling. And with this, I'm going to move on to why exactly we should build green. And though I was talking about Hong Kong, I'm now going to move into what the United States buildings account for. According to the United States EPA, or the Environmental Protection Agency, the United States buildings account for 39% of total energy use, 12% of the total water consumption, 68% of total electricity consumption, and 38% of all carbon dioxide emissions, which in turn is causing global warming and climate change, along with several other impacts on this earth, such as pollution. And this pollution may involve those humans or us people living in these houses, causing mass amounts of trash from also, you know, the grocery industry. So, The plan to use green building would have an impact on not only the natural environment, but our human health and the economy itself. So by adopting these sorts of green strategies, such as using energy efficient equipment for air conditioning and lighting systems, and the use of on-site renewable energy, 
measurement and verification plans to ensure energy and water savings, the reduction of building footprints to minimize the impact of the environment, minimal disturbances to landscape and site conditions, the use of recyclable, non-toxic, and environmental-friendly building materials, water recycling, such as rainwater, the indoor air quality improvement from human safety and comfort, and the use of rapid renewable materials. And these features were taken from an article known as Green Construction Analysis on Green and Sustainable Building Techniques, written by Singh in 2018. And so with these features, the environmental benefits would include to protect the biodiversity and ecosystems, improving air and water quality, reducing the waste streams, and conserving and restoring natural resources. The economic benefits can include reducing operating costs, creating, expanding, and shaped markets for green products and services, improving occupant productivity, optimizing life cycle economic performance, and the social benefits would enhance occupant comfort and health, heighten aesthetic qualities, minimize strain on local infrastructure, and improve the overall quality of life. And this is all according to the EPA. And actually, green building has been studied greatly due to its potential to help slow down global warming. In the UN Environment Program, there has been studies commissioned by G7 countries that shows that natural resource extraction and processing from the construction industry account for about 90% of global biodiversity loss and water stress and around half of the global greenhouse gas emissions. Now, according to the panels modeling the UNEP, emissions from the material cycle of residential buildings in G7 and China could be reduced by at least 80% in 2050 through the series of material efficiency strategies that can also be known as green building and also including recycling this could imp reduce the greenhouse gases by 14 to 18 percent in 2050 and this is actually very necessary as the world must immediately begin to deliver faster greenhouse gas emission cuts as the world has already rose about 1.5 degrees Celsius or 34.7 degrees Fahrenheit. As global warming is causing extreme weather events, ice melting in the Arctic, and sea levels and ocean acidification, along with effects on plants and animals moving their range towards higher altitudes due to the warming temperatures. And though this doesn't affect us, there will also be social effects, such as agricultural systems will begin to cripple due to the warming, as there, can, there would be combined impacts of 
droughts, severe weather, lack of accumulated snow melt, the greater number of diversity of pets, lower groundwater tables, and loss of arable land causing crop failure and overall affecting us. So with this loss of food security, this has created havoc in international food markets, sparking famines, food riots, political instability, and even civil unrest. So with the idea of green building, this could be a step into reducing emissions from the construction industry. This could be used in residential and commercial sectors. And so with this, I will close out this first episode. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day.